everyone, welcome to the Raising Dakota podcast with me, your host, Courtney. And if you're a special needs parent, you're in the right place. So I hope you can sit back, relax, feel inspired, and always, always remember you're so much stronger than you could ever imagine. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Raising Dakota podcast. I hope that everyone had a great week last week. And I hope all of the moms out there had an amazing Mother's Day weekend. I hope you enjoyed it taking care of yourself or doing whatever you like to do. I know for myself, it was really nice. We are very slowly and cautiously trying to get back to a very small portion of our pre-COVID life, but we're doing it very slowly and cautiously. But it was still nice to get out of the house for a little bit and spend some time with Dakota outside of the house. I like to spend Mother's Day just with Dakota because I would not be the mom that I am today without Dakota. So I owe who I am as a mom to Dakota and I just love spending time with him. So overall, it was a really great weekend for me. I really enjoyed it. So when I started thinking about what I wanted to share for this week's episode, several topics came to mind. I have a couple ideas for future episodes anyways. But the big topic that just keeps coming really to the front of my mind, it's what I want to talk about because it's been pretty heavy on my heart, is really the struggles. And by struggles, I mainly want to talk about the two biggest struggles I face being Dakota's mom. The only thing I don't like is it sounds negative when I say there's struggles that I have because I love being Dakota's mom, but it's not an easy job. And... I feel like anybody who has a child can tell you it's hard. There are hurdles and battles and obstacles that every parent has to face when it comes to raising kids. But when someone thinks of having a kid, even myself, prior to Dakota, I would tell you, you have a baby, they go through all the stages, all the way up until young adult to adult, and eventually they go to college and they might move out or they might stay home and do college, but eventually... They move out, they get married, they have a family of their own. One of the hardest struggles that I have faced with Dakota and being his mom is that I have to accept reality, that that reality of what I once wanted for him might not be Dakota's reality. And that's completely fine, but it doesn't get any easier because I still want all of those things for him but they just might not look the way I thought that they were going to. And so it can be kind of hard and a little defeating because you want all of these things. And while I have to accept this reality, it doesn't mean I give up hope. He can still be a strong, independent person. It just won't look the way I wanted it to look when I heard I was pregnant. All of these things that I wanted in life, I have to let go because they might not be reality for Dakota. And in that same sense, there are plenty of parents who have a reality for their child and their child changes their mind. And that's completely fine. But it's hard when I have to accept these realities because my child is unable to do those things. He's unable to live on his own. And like I said, it doesn't mean I give up hope. It just means I have to accept that this might not look the same in the future. It's something I think is important for me to do because then that way I can make decisions for Dakota based on what I think is going to happen and what I think is best for him. And some of those decisions that I make include decisions and accommodations that we have to make to our house. 
And one of the things that I am happy we've done is we installed a wheelchair ramp. And that's something me and Curtis always talk about is how can we still give Dakota his independence in the future? Because it's not something I ever want to take away, even though he might never move out and live on his own. I still want him to be an independent person. I want him to be able to go about doing his own things. So one of the things we have talked about doing is some remodeling in the future to our house to make it so that Dakota can live independently but still live at home, having his own area, his own living space, his own bedroom, bathroom, whatever that might consist of. But it's still a hard reality to face the fact that Dakota may never move out. He may never live on his own. And it's not that I want him to ever leave. I'm happy that he's going to be my best friend and live with me for the rest of his life. It's just, it's some of those experiences that I got to experience throughout life, like growing up and moving out, renting my own apartment and living on my own. They're just things that I got to experience that I truly enjoyed that Dakota may never get to experience. So as Dakota's parents, we try to make decisions the best we can to give him the best life as possible and the most independence as possible. But it's not always easy. And it is something that I do struggle with on a daily basis because I am a very independent person. I like to be independent and I never want to take that from Dakota. I never want to make it so that he has to depend on me. Currently right now, just like any other child, he is dependent on me. But he's more dependent on me than an average six-year-old would be. But part of struggling with the fact of accepting the reality of what's going to happen in the future is the fact of knowing there are so many unknowns of what's going to happen between now and the future. And that is my second biggest struggle is dealing with the unknowns and making decisions based on the unknowns. Because we, as Dakota's parents, have to make so many decisions and we have to go with our gut because we don't know the right answer. And any parent can tell you there is not a user manual. So you'll never know what the right answer was. But like COVID, we had to shut our lives down because we didn't know. There were so many unknowns. We didn't know how Dakota would respond. And that was hard. Did we do the right thing? In our minds, yes. Will we ever know if there was a better option or a better way to handle it? No, we will have no clue. But we did what we thought was best for Dakota at the time. But it still doesn't make it easier. And that is something that is really heavy on my mind right now because while accepting reality is something I struggled with in the past a lot more than I do now, making decisions based on all of the unknowns is something I'm currently struggling with in the moment. And it's something I struggle with more frequently than probably anything else because I do have to make a lot of decisions for Dakota, which are going to have a lot of impact on him maybe now or maybe in the future, but I don't know if I'm always making the right decision. And as long as I'm keeping Dakota and what I think is best for him in the front of my mind, then I am making the right decision, but it's still really hard. And so currently I'm struggling with this because of the fact that I'm pretty sure I've talked about it in the past, but due to all of Dakota's global developmental delays, His body is also very underdeveloped. So the big piece of that is Dakota's hips. When a child is learning to crawl and walk, not only are they building their mind, but they're also building their body and they're shaping their bones and all of their 
bones are changing and shifting to be where they need to be because of the fact that Dakota hasn't learned to do those things until just recently his body is not developed to where it needs to be his hips specifically are not where they need to be and we've known this for a while we've been seeing an orthopedic surgeon for several years now to make sure that we are not causing any damage to Dakota's hips but we have never said we needed to do surgery because of the fact that we wanted to give Dakota time to develop and grow. Unfortunately, when we saw his orthopedic surgeon last month, they told us that his left hip is still really bad. Both hips are very underdeveloped, but his left is severely worse than his right hip. And when they were doing his exam, looking at his hips, his left hip was popping in and out of place, which is not good. And due to the fact that Dakota has made such great physical progress in physical therapy and a lot of gross motor gains, we weren't ready to say, okay, we have to do surgery right now on his hips because of the fact that we don't want to have any regression because it has taken him so long to get to this point. But since we've had that appointment, I am noticing more and more on a regular basis that Dakota's hip is popping in and out of place. Prior to that appointment, I did not notice it at all. It doesn't mean it wasn't happening, but my hand is on his hip a lot when we're working, and I think I would have noticed it if it was doing it as much as it's doing it now. He also is struggling a little bit with bearing weight through that left leg when he is standing up against the wall. We were able to get him standing for upwards of six minutes and now it's lucky if we can get 45 seconds to a minute out of it. So he's just showing some signs that that left hip is causing him some issues. So because of the fact that he is giving me some signs that that hip is bothering him, we did go ahead and call and schedule an appointment for the end of this month. But that is the hard thing is did I make the right call? Should I have started the progress for surgery sooner? I'll never know what the right decision is and when I have to make those right decisions. It's just trying to do the best that I possibly can, but all of those unknown factors make it really hard to make those decisions. And I struggle with that constantly, is making sure I'm making the best decision for Dakota when I have all of the unknowns of what's going to happen in two to three months let alone two to three years and this isn't the first time we faced this kind of struggle of the unknowns and making decisions when Dakota got feeding tubes we had talked about it when he was in the NICU but because he was eating a hundred percent of his nutrition by mouth we weren't ready to say he needs feeding tubes because his struggle was gaining weight so we added more calories we made changes and we tried for a year to figure out what was going to work best for Dakota and I still ended up in the doctor's office, me and the doctor. I cried when he told me we needed to go the route of feeding tubes. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be when we did end up going that route. They have actually been a lifesaver. They've helped during multiple hospital stays. We don't have to worry about Dakota being hungry or worry about getting him back into his feeding routine thanks to feeding tubes. So they have actually made life a little bit easier but part of me was like, should I have just went ahead with it sooner? I don't know. But that's the biggest struggle I face is the unknowns of knowing if I'm making the right decision because I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know what it's going to look like for Dakota. And it's something I struggle with all of the time. Like I said, I'm currently struggling with it, which is why it's a 
big topic on my mind and why I wanted to share it with you guys. But I will say it has been hard to share this with you guys because of the fact that it's me being vulnerable and I struggle with being vulnerable because I like to have a strong independent look on the outside like I have it all together and I do not. I am winging it just like every other special needs parent and the more I thought about it, the more I recorded this episode, which to be completely honest, I have recorded probably five to six times now at least. I realized it's important to share. It's important to talk about because I don't think that it's talked about enough. And I know that if I'm facing these struggles, I'm not the only person facing these struggles. There has to be other parents out there going through these same things. And I think that if I'm able to open up and share some of the struggles I face, I think it could help other parents open up to people they trust and they talk to to share some of their struggles. I just think it's important to know you're not alone because when I do feel like I'm going through these hard times and making these tough decisions based on what is best for Dakota, I do sometimes feel alone. I feel completely by myself. No matter how many times I may talk to other people about it, I still feel very alone because it is something I am going through that somebody else is not. And even though I'm explaining it and talking about it, not everybody gets it. And one of the things that I've realized recently, probably within the last couple years, something that really helps me get through making these decisions is talking through it. I don't care how many times Curtis and I have had the conversation, it helps me to rehash it and make sure I'm making the best decision. Sometimes I have the same conversation multiple times with the same people, but it helps me. As you can tell, I like to talk. It's something I'm good at. But when I talk things through, it helps me get out all of my emotions. It helps me throw every single option out there on the table and to be able to compare and contrast and really think through all of the possible options and choices that we have and making sure I am looking at every single possibility, every single option, every single step of the way I am looking at everything and trying to figure out the best decision. And so talking about it just is one thing that really helps me. So I hope that if you are facing these struggles, I hope there's somebody you can talk to. And even if it's not asking them for advice, just asking them to be a sounding board to let you run all of the emotions, all of the thoughts that are going through your head, to say them out loud, to figure out what you think is going to be best. Because at the end of the day, there is no user manual for any child. As much as I wish there was, there is not. And every child is different. And as long as you are making the decision based on what you think is best for your child, you're doing the right thing. Because there is no wrong or right answer. It's just doing the best you possibly can. So with that being said, I hope that this helps and I hope that you know you are not alone in these struggles. I am right here with you going through them as well and know we might not face them on the same days or even years or even months. Just know that I am here and I completely understand what you're going through. You are not alone. We are all as special needs parents and parents in general just trying to do the best for our children. So thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for the support. And I look forward to chatting with you next time on the Raising Dakota podcast.